0: Oh, and welcome to coffee lovers radio joseph here with jesse and we're at conduit coffee good morning joseph good morning it is a lovely saturday morning cheers. cheers it is saturday right yes it is saturday oh and i walked in here and you put this bag of coffee in my face you thought it was my hands it smelled so great <laughs> yes indeed <It's> not. <laughs> i thought i thought you had bathed your hands in lime juice uh, well, I actually had, but you, that was coincidence. Right, yeah, you, it wasn't you actually be, my hand. You had been slicing up some fruit, which we're gonna get into. But uh, no, this bag literally smelled like, uh, I mean, Citrus. like you sliced open a lime and sprayed it. Right. Yeah. Yeah, that was the first open of the uh, since the roast date.
1: So this is awesome. Just yeah. do a quick little uh, background on this coffee. This is uh, coffee from from Slovakia. Um, so far away. Uh, Griffy Coffee, G-O-R-I-F-F-E-E. Um, they are out of, like I said, Slovakia. You can find them on Instagram, they have a wonderful little feed. I got this through the uh, Third Wave Victim, um, which is a great little online international secret Santa for coffee enthusiasts. So you submit it and then you somebody gets your address and you get somebody else's address someplace in the world and you send them coffee. and. There's some filters in there, so if you you let them know if you're a coffee professional or if you're just an enthusiast at home and stuff like that. Um, yeah.
0: I don't know why I haven't participated in that yet. It's, it's really like good. Uh, my only complaint is, that, you know,
1: I always get addresses that are far away, so it's kind of expensive oh, to yeah. ship bags of Maybe coffee. Maybe that's to, why I haven't done to it. To Indonesia. I've done Indonesia understand. and Germany. Yeah. and But I've had some wonderful coffee. So this, yeah. like I said, came from Slovakia. Uh, Amir wrote a wonderful little note and sent along Slotella, which is uh, apparently a billion With a B, a billion times better than Nutella, but it's from Slovakia. Oh,
0: okay. um, Have you tried it
1: yet? I haven't. I was saving it for you, but we'll have that later. Yeah, we have
0: it. Well, I'll (laughs) discuss that later. Um, But it's an interesting thing to bring up because um, today is all about taste.
1: Right. And And this coffee, as soon as you mentioned this, it was like this bag showed up and I was like, we're going to drink it. Um, So thank you, Amir. Happy victim. Um,
0: Thank you for the wonderful coffee. Well done. Early early shout out in this episode, but well deserved. Um, mm-hmm. This is quite delicious. So, oh, we even say what the coffee actually was. Yeah,
1: do. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is a Guji, Ethiopian Guji. Um, it's a heirloom rota, I believe would be how you say heirloom. Is uh, it? It's is any of that in English? Uh, heirloom is okay. Yeah, um, it's 100% whole bean coffee. Yeah, freshly roasted in Slovakia. Awesome, coffee is international in so many ways.
0: Yes. Absolutely. So um, it tastes
1: amazing. You yeah. were smelling my fingers, though, for a reason. <laughs> and that was
0: because <laughs> we were slicing up a bunch of fruit Thank for you, the Jessica. purpose of this episode. Yes, yeah, so you were slicing up fruit. I was slicing up uh, cheese and stuff, which is not actually part of this episode. Better. Uh, but I've been really obsessing over um, over cheese as of late. Well, as of always. But uh, we were talk- kind of talking about this as we were getting ready. The... Um, Massively different taste experiences you can have from one cheese to the next. Um, I mean, I only got two cheeses on the table here. I've got this. Uh, it's I think it's called English Coastal Cheddar. <laughs> it's like it's it's not like a terribly fancy. cheese. Out. This is an episode of it shoutouts. Uh, it's from uh, Trader Joe's, but it's just this like kind of sharp white cheddar that has like mm. a Parmesaniness to it, yeah. which uh, I quite enjoy. Like, it's thick though. It has a good milky texture. Yeah. It's a nice little snack and cheese to me. And then this other one, I can't actually remember exactly what it is. It's a it's a goat cheese from Wisconsin. It's it's almost. It, I keep thinking it's like a, uh, like a gouda. So it's, it's a it's a bit harder than a gouda. It's not really like um, I don't know. Anyways, I would try it. It tastes pretty gouda. Yeah, but uh, this episode isn't about cheese. We're just kind of obsessing over the over the taste of things. Um, we actually, we've talked about the taste of coffee before on this show. A few times. Uh, and <laughs> out of uh, some of those conversations, like years ago, uh, and by years ago, I mean like three, four years ago, <laughs> I uh, came up with this concept of, of putting together a guide to help people understand how to taste coffee. Like the process of how to taste coffee. Yeah. You uh, called it uh, Coffee Learning Tasting
1: that. 101. I did. It was a wonderful PDF that you can download for free at-
0: That's right. Well, magazine.com and I'll link to that, all that in the show notes. Um, You can also just read it on the site, but yeah, you can download the PDF. Um, All the information is there. It's a pretty straightforward process. The, the idea is uh, I broke down the understanding of tasting coffee into some simple foundational structures that being that tasting coffee and describing what you're tasting. It is a process of memory and recall far more than anything else. Yes. Like, I think that most people have the innate ability to actually taste Absolutely. and be able to describe I all fully the wonderful am- things in coffee. Because I learned that. Yeah. I never felt like I was a
1: super taster or anything like that. I was mm. never super sensitive to flavors or anything. No. Yeah, it comes up a lot when uh, we have our tours and stuff like that that mm. people... look at these tasting wheels and stuff and they're like oh my gosh do you know all these flavors how do you know this and it's like you just have to break it down and train your response because you know what an apple tastes like
0: yeah and so then
1: if you're tasting something like that it's just connecting those mm -hmm. dots and it's almost like a kind of a synesthesia of being able to articulate like Mm -hmm. get away from the texture of an apple apple and having that
0: yeah there's certainly a a lot of that for me it's like Uh, I think maybe a lot of people get stumped that we we have a couple different tasting wheels on here, which we'll talk about in a moment. We'll also link to. um, I think maybe a lot of people get stuck because they they drink the coffee and they see other people describing the coffee. And maybe they think, okay, I need to drink this and then look at this tasting wheel and tell you exactly what it is based off those things. Or they
1: feel like they're tasting wrong.
0: Or, yeah, or wrong. Uh, and what? Like, oh, I don't taste that. To apples. me, and what I'm doing always is I taste this, and then I just sit and i I just kind of try to connect this sensation with what's in my memory. That's why our website uh, is so terrible it.
1: with these notes because I don't have a lot of time to sit there and just like come up with <laughs> not just tasting notes yeah. but actual like yeah <laughs> copy text sentences of describing um, these experiences.
0: Yeah, I've had I've had a lot of people. <laughs> um, uh, Okay, we're going to have a little another quick early shout-out. I was on the Anchorhead podcast recently. Oh, yeah. We'll mention, we'll mention it later towards the end of the show. Right. Uh, but um, we got to talking about the video, like, reviews of coffee that I do on YouTube. And Ross was, like, gushing over <laughs> the, the reviews. It was adorable. How, yeah. I was like, I, I was actually, I was just sitting there going, like, wow, that. I'm, like, actually stunned. That means a lot to know that because I there are a lot of times where I don't have a huge amount of confidence in the things that i'm tasting like it sometimes it does take a while for me to like sit with the taste and find the memory yep. to describe in a oh, way the that's mood, relatable the, the
1: place to be like yeah. for me like it's hard just to launch into tasting i kind of have to prepare myself that mm-hmm. i'm gonna do a tasting i need to focus on these flavors yeah um, especially if it's like quality control and trying to keep track where flavors yeah. were last week
0: like uh, as i'm as i'm sitting here lime on this one uh, like, as we described in the smell, lime is really easy to find, but, uh, just like sitting here and talking about these tastes, I'm kind of sinking into it and all of a sudden like peach just yeah, bloomed in my head. Well, right.
1: And it's, it's coffee's also cooling down. So more things are going to open That's up, true. right? And so That's those true. stone fruit and that kind of sweetness in there. Yeah. Um, so, uh, should I tell you what the tasting notes are?
0: Oh, sure. Please. I actually have not seen this yet. Earl gray. Okay. Herbal and peach. Oh, <laughs> fantastic. You taste really well, Joseph. Oh, I want thank you. Oh, uh, the guide. Okay. So, this came about from one of our earlier episodes. Um, I'll link to, there's at least one tasting episode where we talk about tasting specifically. I'll link to that in the show notes. But um, this idea that it's all about memory uh, made me come to the conclusion that a big part of the challenge is that when you taste coffee, you're going up against your entire memory of taste and everything that is possible. Like you can look at this wheel and I don't know how many like different things there are around the whole thing. Uh, there's a lot there, there are like, I mean, showing it to the microphone so they can it it to the microphone, hundreds, hundreds of possibilities in the least of what you could use to describe what you're saying. And peach, nectarine, apricot, uh, plum, cherry, black cherry, cranberry, raspberry, strawberry, strawberry
1: blueberry, <laughs> red. Precisely, <black> curry, <laughs> raisin.
0: and all those things are distinctly different. Oh yeah, uh, and, and psychologically, and
1: of, course they are. of course, a prune is different than a raisin. But like, there's a subtle difference in those when you taste them in right. coffee. But as soon as you can kind of define that, it's a, like a, it's yeah. as different mm-hmm. as it is
0: eating the fruit itself. Exactly, the dried fruit. Excuse me. Um, and uh, so uh, psychologically, one of the biggest challenges that that, um, you'll find just as, as a person going through the world is that the more choices you have, the harder it is to make a decision. Uh, this is a concept that's known in a number of different circles. Uh, I mean, it's right. something that comes up in marketing, of course, a lot right beyond like categories. Yeah. Like the,
1: I'm thinking of the tomato sauce. Gotcha. You know, like you have categories of chunky versus Right. But if like
0: like from a a purchasing perspective, like just the simple uh, example is go to the grocery store and walk down the aisle where you have 500 different cereal choices and then compare that to if you go to the grocery store and you walk down an aisle that has five cereal choices, you're actually going to make, it's going to be easier for you to make a decision much faster with the five cereal choices, even if they don't have what you want. Right. Than with the one that has, it's just this weird psychological thing we have. <laughs> so the purpose is to limit the amount of choices that you have to make to taste your coffee. Uh, you have it in front of you right now? Yeah. Do you want to talk about, um, maybe share the, the tasting choices? Right. So, the so idea- I didn't
1: actually have this with me when we were, no. uh, when I went shopping okay. this morning. So I bought a few things, but also it's hard
0: to get yeah. everything you want. Actually, b- before you dive into the specifics on there, the outline is uh, I give you an assignment to go get like five, eight, ten different specific things from the grocery store. Uh, Fruits, whole fruits, some dried things, some nuts, some chocolate. Uh, Essentially trying to encapsulate the broad categories of taste that you can find in coffee. Uh, You get these things, which Jesse's going to share with you in a moment, and then you taste them. Like you take time, you sit down and you taste each one. You sit down and you taste the apple. You sit down and you taste the, uh, the different fruits, the nuts, the chocolate, and you think about how that taste feels. You do this on the first day, and then the next day you brew your coffee, and you must describe the coffee in terms of only those things. So you immediately uh, completely limit the choices that you have, to make, but also, and the reason for the separation of the day, you, you, you spent time, uh, sort of bringing into your consciousness the way those tastes, uh, feel to all of your sentences. So that sounds a little, I don't know, it sounds a little hoity-toity, but maybe, but like it actually, it's, it's a, it's a fascinating process. And I right. think that what you learn, you're not learning how to accurately describe your coffee, you're learning how to taste coffee, which is this really complex and subtle thing, and connect it with a memory. Exactly. Which will be very fresh and vibrant in your mind. Right. Yeah.
1: And I think just a couple of things off of that, I feel like another way to kind of train yourself is also tasting the differences in coffee. So mm-hmm. we do a lot of triangulations here where you have three cups in front of you and two have the same coffee and one has a different coffee. Yeah. And you don't know which one it is. And so just
0: trying to figure out which the, the last one is, is or the, the odd yeah. one out is kind of a... It's a good way to compare it. So the last triangulation of the last year, yeah, uh, I was like, I was not tasting because I was a little like hesitant with you know like cold stuff going around. I didn't right. want to do the cupping. I did that one entirely on site. Mm-hmm. I got three out of four. Nice. Didn't even. Smell I did mine or. at all levels <laughs> of
1: it and got two out of four. <laughs> Coffee is subjective. Um, yeah. So we're not we're not gonna make everybody sit around for. 24 hours, right? To, like, taste no, no, no. So videos.
0: you can do these like right. one after the other. The reason for the break mm. is to kind of give yourself, it's two reasons. A, give yourself time to just <laughs> sit with the sensations and, um, B not have those tastes actually like physically directly influencing your coffee. Right. Um, I, I mean you want,
1: yeah, exactly. And it helps like yeah. I think maybe, so- maybe go and like, if, I'm kind of kicking myself now. I should have read these tasting notes before I went to the store because I would have tried harder to get a peach because I think yeah, if you great. have a coffee and you know what some of the tasting yeah. notes are, or at least what somebody else has said about the coffee, uh-huh. then trying to find those flavors like at the store so then you can taste that coffee oh. and so you can like purposely pair it and see that's like, a good idea. oh, that is peach. Because for me, it's yeah. like going back and like it really helps. Like, I can taste and name flavors mm-hmm. really like you did with the peach and then you taste it. Now it's just like all I get out of this is yeah. Earl Grey and peach and yeah. it's amazing.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, absolutely. That's, that's a fascinating psychology and the tasting of coffee. Uh, I think another reason for the waiting period is to make sure that like, I don't, I don't know exactly, uh, from an educated perspective, how short and long-term memory work for, um, grasping this kind of thing. But, uh, most of tasting, coffee and the memories that you're pulling from are from long-term memory. So I am suspecting that there's a significant enough difference in like pulling from short-term and long-term memory for these tasting. I bet. And like, if you want to get, if you want to actually like really get into tasting a lot of coffee and describing it, like working the muscles of pulling from long-term memory, I think will be really beneficial. Right. Um, It's practice. Yeah. And then, yeah, just thinking about it. Uh, Yeah. I think, so one of the things that was really beneficial to me was... Um, all of the videos that I did tasting the coffee over right. and over again. Uh, and I started that off not as like, not as like a coffee review sort of thing. Right. It really was just an exploration, a way to, because uh, I, like, I like sharing with people how coffee can taste. Like sitting here and talking about this coffee and being like, we taste peaches and lime and Earl Grey. Right. I think is eye-opening even just to hear as like an average coffee drinker that that's possible. Right. Because it was people talking about coffee in that way that got me curious in the beginning.
1: Right. And I would say that even further, it was like white peach. Like a real sweet white peach. Oh, yeah. Like Uh, it's much more uh, white sugar. uh, Oh, yeah. (laughs) yeah. Finger down, Nelson. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Little little Mm. white
0: peach. Mm -hmm.
1: Without the skin.
0: Mm. Mm, Yes. Mm. You can really taste the peach. I'm a actually really can taste the beach. I know. <laughs> uh, so yeah, it's there's interesting things uh, going on with memory. Uh, jumping back to at the beginning when that came to me, um, it's hard to describe how the taste came to my head. But just tasting it and kind of, I don't. Know, I think I've I think I've got a, a good muscle memory for um, connecting taste with memory mm-hmm. uh, because I, I don't know how to describe how this process feels in my head right. of just like tasting and then kind of like summoning up right. all the potential. And then all of a sudden, like I said, the blooming, it was like all of a sudden there was a peach in my head. It was just like yeah. peach.
1: And I get a lot of colors yep. and shapes yeah. when I'm tasting too. So I kind of think about origins and, and like I'll, I'll read a tasting note. Like I was thinking about this at the store. That's why I got some of these little oranges and stuff. But like a lot of citrus, mm-hmm. there's a big difference between uh, orange and tangerine. And to me, that difference is in, is in the shape like tangerine is a lot more pointy and spiky uh, and, uh-huh. and brighter orange right. versus
0: let's try it. Let's try some color. of those. I'm going to try it. So on the table here, um, yeah. first off, do you want to, do you want to share the list? Oh, the uh, list
1: that you recommend yeah. is, um, uh, lemon, lime, orange, kind of a citrus like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's all, all one option. Yeah. Uh, apple or grape, uh, banana, peach, uh, some sort of strawberry, raspberry, blueberry, um, dark chocolate. Um, and some sort of nuts. You know, uh, I find that non salted nuts mm-hmm.
0: are better than I, that. I picked I think I picked walnut on there. Walnuts. Uh, I like yeah. um I like walnuts because they have A, A of course they have the nuttiness to them. They're easy to get. Right. They're creamy. Walnuts are easier to. Also, toast them, which gives an interesting dynamic.
1: And almond flavor to me is harder to discern in coffee. Mm, mm -hmm. It's um like it's almost like vanilla, like it sort of floats in the background a little bit more than something like peanut or walnut that like stands Mm -hmm. out.
0: Um, I I thought
1: about our pistachios, but I don't know if I've ever tasted pistachio in a coffee before. So that's going to be something for the new year to think about. Is it? Yeah, I'm
0: going to start trying to think about.
1: Are there flavors in coffee? Are there flavors that you know of that should be? Like based on other nuts yeah. like that should be in coffee that you've never tasted in coffee. And can we find that?
0: Coffee? Yeah, that's an interesting thought. But also like another interesting uh, sort of mental practice as it comes to, to this tasting is uh, if we know that we're drinking a nutty coffee, put forth... Uh, like in front of us, like even just writing down, but in our minds, all the different kinds of nuts that we can think about that we tasted, and then as we're drinking the the, the nutty coffees, like try to <laughs> try to see if those are in there, because that that could be a good way to to answer that question: right. Is there a coffee that tastes like pistachio? Right. Uh, because it could be that, like it, another thing that happens in taste sometimes is you might taste something, and uh, what comes to mind is walnut and um, uh, creaminess and. Uh, I don't know, something else somewhat related. And that's what you decide to taste like. But someone else might taste that and go, oh, that's pistachio. Right. And then when you taste it again, all of a sudden you're like, oh, yeah, that's pistachio. Right. Like they're both correct. Exactly. And that's what I, we're going to rant yeah. about a little bit in our third crack, I think, but, is
1: uh, how subjective all this is. <laughs>
0: that's true. Um, um, yeah, but I,
1: that's interesting because on these tasting wheels, too, like the SCA tasting wheel is all mm-hmm. about the definitions. Because how do, you your, how do you calibrate yourself? So in the coffee right. profession... I'm here and I'm, as a roaster, I'm looking for a coffee that has mango flavor notes in it. Mm -hmm. Well, what is my mango versus your mango versus a mango to somebody that's in mango growing region? I've never seen a mango grow. Mm -hmm. So what do those farmers think about mango? You know, I've had, I've had farmers like, oh, that's not pineapple, you know, come to the Philippines and taste pineapple. Right. It's like, well, what I know at our silly grocery store in Mm -hmm. Seattle is this is, you know, pineapple-ish. So the, the SCA wheel is all about kind of defining that and calibrating people. Uh, but then they have regional ones that they're coming out with new wheels that have, Oh, interesting! Um, because there's a lot more culturally, there's a lot different fruits and especially mm-hmm. fruits, but fruits and vegetables in other areas of the world that we don't necessarily have those.
0: This reminds me of those um, connections made in our head. A, a story when I was in Thailand and visiting, um, coffee farmers, one of the farmers told me this story cause he had, when I visited there, he had just come back from uh, the States for the first time. He visited San Francisco, a number of coffee shops, did coffee tastings, that sort of thing. And he had this experience there where they're tasting a coffee and someone described the coffee as like uh, a pluot. Right. And he looks at, at the guy who says that and he's, what's a pluot? He's never had a pluot before. Right. Um, and he's like, pluot? no, it tastes like this other fruit that's from Thailand that n- <laughs> no one else there had had. Like if they were tasting the same thing right, or very similar things, but a completely different uh, understanding, interpretation of what that actually was like different language to describe that based off of. Exactly. So that's, that's that practice and that's yeah. that connect. Um, um, the specialty world takes care of this, of course, by, um,
1: uh, yeah. we, we have, so I got some, I got some fruits that, that represent to me, significant flavors, mm-hmm. um, in coffee, things mm-hmm. that are kind of definitional. So when I'm buying coffee, I, I really trust what our importers are saying about the flavors of coffee. Um, so they're paid a lot more. And there's a lot more people that are far more experienced at defining what these flavors are. And so I trust what they're saying. But I think a lot about the sugars and I think about the flavors that they're actually saying. So for somebody to say the coffee tastes like pineapple versus a coffee that tastes like mango. Mm-hmm. To me, pineapple is a much stickier, much like tart, kind of sharp kind of fruit mm-hmm. versus a mango. To me, it's much more sugary and sweet and mm-hmm. round and like... A lot kind of a like a silkier and, yeah, and creamy, juiciness. Creamier, the, right? And yeah. so mm-hmm. to me, I think about that and those are very different roast profile curves. Those are different areas of sugar to develop in the roasting curve. And so if I'm looking for something more sultry and creamy and sweet, then I'll look to something that has a mango tasting note versus something that has pineapple versus the other way around. If it has tangerine, then it's like, yes, I want that citrus and I'm gonna mm-hmm. accent that citrus in there. And so you can kind of define that. Anyways, on the table. So I picked out I picked out fruits that or items that um kind of are sort of definitional mm-hmm. for me that if I taste them. So banana is one of those things kind of like mango. They didn't have any good looking mangoes. I went for mango and it it's. Yeah,
0: that's fine. Whatever.
1: Yeah. Uh, so a banana is one of those things yep. though. It's much more like thick and sweet fruit versus a green apple. Yeah. Um, there's and green apple versus mm-hmm. any like a Fuji apple or something like that. Because green apple has a lot of that malic acid that is definitional in a lot of very mm-hmm. light roasts. Um, and I would say Ethiopian <laughs> coffees in particular have a lot of peach and a lot of you know, green apple and peach are, Fairly similar in that yeah. realm, um, and I got these cute little uh, mandarins, mm. little variety of mandarin, and then the beautiful blood orange. These are tiny. Um, blood orange is probably my most favorite fruit in the world, mostly because mm. of where I had where I was eating. <laughs> that's that's such such a, just brought up such, such a funny thing about memory and taste and experience um yeah also the peels too i get a lot of when i'm tasting coffee uh, especially when you're trying to define it like i get a lot of grapefruit peel or orange peel mm-hmm. you get that kind of bitter side of the fruit and yeah. i think that, that this coffee is fairly bitter That that also has to do with it um and then we have some ginger uh we got some honey because why not taste some honey while we're here um Honey is one of those flavors. Also, it's really easy to do that at home. I'm sure our listeners have tasted different varieties of honey. But honey is one of those things you varieties. say like, yeah. oh, it tastes like honey. It's like, well, what kind of honey? So this is a wildflower honey, fireweed honey from Olympic Peninsula versus a clover honey from Argentina
0: and those things. I change we so We got to much. do a honey tasting on the show. Yeah.
1: And then uh, I have a chocolate bar from Intrigue Chocolates. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: That's a mostly block it of right there.
1: That's a big block of truckle. The Charcoal. <laughs> Charcoal. Uh, i treat chocolates in seattle they are fantastic uh-huh. um of course this is breaking your rule about flavored chocolate you don't want to have flavored chocolate necessarily for this experiment um, yeah but it looks it, really good on yeah. instagram so i That's wanted great. to have that on the board
0: uh yeah for this experiment like <laughs> uh
1: and this is this is a uh rooibos uh rooibos chocolate rooibos flavored chocolate oh, okay cool truffle so it's good. um i and mean then a big
0: hunk of salami because you know we're hungry also i think i think this chocolate would be okay um May, not if you're starting off. Like, when you're starting off, uh, simplifying is really good. Um, the dark chocolate, I think, important so that you can understand cacao. Right. And how that weaves into coffee. Um, There's so much to talk about with
1: chocolate in yeah. that regard, too, and how we tasted Baker's chocolate, bitter chocolate like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, we took the seltzer water, or tonic water, and took a sip of tonic water after eating bitter chocolate. Mm-hmm. And the tonic water tasted like 7-Up. I've never had such sweet soda and it was anyways. I've had uh, yeah. This is a part of the episode where you get to hear me eat green apples.
0: That's true. I've had some interesting experiences with uh drinking like soda water after having like complex dense flavored things mm-hmm. where it like really opens up part of it that you just couldn't taste in the thing. Um, a good apple. Like I'm remembering distinctly there was some kind of coffee. I can't remember exactly what the coffee was but I had been drinking a particular coffee, it might've been a geisha of some kind, um, that was really like subtle um, and and hard to pick out some of the fruitiness I was hoping to see, but then the first sip of soda water and it tasted like I was drinking like a strawberry Italian soda. <laughs> and there was nothing but the coffee that had been in my mouth right. and the plain soda water, which was just a wild experience. So Joseph, while we're here on the air, yeah. uh, eat a piece of the apple uh, and then try this coffee all right we'll do that so this uh, this exact process that we're doing right now is not part of the recommendation because the apple that i'm about to eat is going to influence the taste of that but it will interact interestingly i'm just pointing this out i think so yeah i days. think we're
1: getting derailed a little bit towards the end of the topics on here but all right no of course because it's delicious mm-hmm. um but once you start connecting the dots then you can start actually playing with these flavors and that's right. kind of how we blended stuff but it's really interesting also, how they interact. And it's funny, like, certain foods work really well with coffee. Cheese goes really well with coffee most of the time.
0: Like, that Actually, interestingly, the goat cheese has been dancing around as I drink the coffee and eat these fruits. So much goat. You can really taste they- the goat. <laughs> <laughs> we should have saved that. <laughs> Why not? Mmm. <laughs> mmm. Mm. Mmm. like a completely different coffee, (laughs) right? It tastes
1: like tea. It tastes like black tea. So it's like the, the apple itself kind of took out the peachiness. Yeah. Like it it sort of filtered that out or Uh canceled each other out on there. So yeah, it tasted Mm -hmm. just like black tea. I
0: bet what's happening there is the, the sense of peach that's in the coffee. Um, the mind, like I know that I just ate that apple. I know what the apple tastes like. I drink this, whatever peach is in there is so close to the apple. That my mind is like, no, that's the apple that you drank. And then it just takes everything else. Mm-hmm. So it kind of, yeah, it's like this weird um I bet
1: there's some correlation filtering. To, like how our eyes work, how we, like you lose stuff in your periphery, or because your mind just
0: fills in the gap yeah. so it doesn't necessarily see what's there. Mm-hmm. I
1: bet there's some of that blindness in our tasting mm-hmm. as well.
0: Fascinating. Um, um okay, so uh just a little quick wrap-up. The so the tasting guide, again, I'm gonna link to it so you can go read the whole thing. But the essence of it is you get basic tasting things, um, limit of a certain number, like five to eight or whatever yep. it is on there. Uh, taste those, get really familiar with how those taste, And then like really a enjoy a while, strawberries. Yeah. Like. And like do this, do this for yeah. a while too, because it's a whole process. But then when you're tasting coffee, only use those things to describe what you're tasting like we should probably do that with this coffee like variances of like those, we yeah. can't say peach or lime well, and one of those things too like if you're at a food.
1: holiday dinner or whatever because after the holidays but if you're at a dinner and somebody has some interesting fruit out there like say and i think the other important thing i'm not sure if this is in your guide but you definitely talked on it is as you're tasting this and as you buy this fruit and you're you're say it out loud to somebody oh yeah and so you can talk about the fruit out loud mm-hmm. but this is one thing just to keep it in your head and be like yeah i get a banana yeah. But then actually like saying it out loud and having that conversation. So if you're at dinner and somebody hands you some apples, think about that apple and say it out loud, what you're noticing about that apple versus the other apple or whatever. Yeah, And then think of then you make coffee in the morning, like you're saying, use those words that you're training yourself to yeah. think
0: about. Uh, I think that uh, I can't remember if I mentioned it when I talked about doing the videos earlier, but that was a key part for me is it, it, making those videos was a practice of sitting down and intentionally trying to, communicate this experience in a way that's relatable and that kind of mental exercise, uh, is really gonna, really gonna be powerful. But, uh, before we go, I want to just one last thing, uh, tasting the rest of this coffee and using only what's on this table here to try to describe it. So there's no Earl gray, there's no lime, there's no peach. We can't use those words. Right. Um, and it has cooled quite a bit, but the apple is really easy to say, can say green apple. I, I kind of want to say green apple with a bit of the banana. Um, uh, I'm getting the the rind. I'm getting
1: that cold oh, kind of bitterness. I of, haven't uh, had I the haven't had the blood orange, orange yet, yeah. but of the of the of okay, the yeah, I the, could see of that the rind. I'm the getting one. that kind of uh-huh. the the stemmy yeah. part of it. Not that not quite the juiciness of it, but
0: right. Um,
1: I'm not getting a lot of banana. I mean, I think you it's know. also important to say what you're not getting. Also, in this yeah, exercise that's true too, because I'm not getting the silkiness of the banana.
0: You okay, know, I'm, I'm getting, getting I'm getting something like smooth and subtly sweet that of all this like makes me think of banana a little bit. I think that's the goat. <laughs> is that is that <laughs> really the goat? <laughs> um, yeah, I. It's uh, a great cover, I, I, I've been drinking a lot, uh, eating eating this cheese too. But um, yeah, thank you again, Amir. Sweet. Uh, that's uh, gor- Gorifi. Yeah. Again, we'll link to them. Um, and uh, shout out the yeah. end of the show, I got two couple shout-outs here. Uh, first off, uh, mentioned earlier, a uh, shout-out to uh, Anchorhead and our Anchorhead sister coffee. podcast. Ooh, our sister podcast. Our sister podcast, Coffee's Done. The coffee is Done. Which is uh, Anchorhead's new podcast. We'll link to them. Yeah. I was on... The, they just uh, started in December. They have
1: six episodes out uh, or something like that. Yeah,
0: six. So I was on their first episode of this year. Uh, that was fun. Just kind of like last minute, Jake was like, hey, you It's come not really a coffee show? episode. No, no, it's they, more like
1: people in the coffee industry yeah. bsing.
0: Yeah, they don't really talk about coffee too much. I mean, we we did on this episode because I was their guest and mm-hmm. they wanted to ask me about the work that I do, the magazine, the podcast. Um, but we got into some really interesting off topics. They have a fun little structure: um, bring on a guest. Do a bit of interview at the beginning, and then they get into what they call the pound rounds. Yeah, those are funny. <laughs> they have they have a random. I like, love topic it when he's generator. running to go
1: as fast as he can to get his jeans. They're like, you have thirty eight yeah. seconds, Yeah. right? Because I ju- yeah, you have to like the timer stops at yeah. five minutes, and that's it.
0: So five minutes. A uh, random topics chosen and we just riff on the topic for five minutes. Yeah. As soon as it's done, it ends. Yeah. Like the last one was about like cartoons or whatever. Childhood and I was talking. I and didn't know
1: how young they were until I until they yelled out the cartoons that they remembered. It's like <laughs> I was too old
0: for they, those cartoons. They said cartoons and I was like Bugs Bunny and I'm like, wait a minute, am I fifty years old? Yeah, did they say
1: that? Like <laughs> you are fifty. Yeah. I was just yelling animaniacs. What I liked most about that podcast uh, is that I was participating with it. Like oh, the yeah. stuff you guys were talking about, I was in here roasting, I was listening to it, and I was just like, Animaniacs is yelling yeah. <laughs> yelling the childhood cartoons out.
0: Yeah, it makes me think that uh, we could have something similar to that. Uh, but in that same vein, so we've had a conversation going on the Patreon, which you can find if you just go to coffeeloversradio.com, uh, about the kind of the structure of some of these things. So one of the awards on Patreon is a shout out, which... You can get that level if you sign up to get the third crack. You'll also get a shout-out. And one of our listeners suggested that uh, not just doing shout-outs, but also questions could be a fun thing. Right. So if you want to do a shout-out, like um, a shout-out to Jesse and his wonderful new haircut, for right. example, uh, that's an option. Or it could be you want to send in a question, uh, like, why did you say that one thing that you said i should have come up with it a, a, a any, any, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> any question
1: would have been better ask him a question about why he didn't have a better question than that
0: uh that could be a legitimate question and what we might do is we might decide to answer the question then uh i don't have an answer for you jesse i just think that i don't think we've ever used the word question so many times yes that it's very true um we also might take some of those questions and make them into actual episodes
1: yeah so we um, love suggestions uh yeah little bit of feedback on our Instagram. You can find us there, of course, Coffee Lovers Radio. Um,
0: yeah, so if you want to shout out. anyway,
1: just get a hold of us. We both have our email addresses, at joseph at coffee lovers.
0: Yeah. But if you want to do the shout out or question shout out, you know, get, get uh, jumping in on the Patreon. So, coffeeloversradio.com. Yeah, shout outs aren't that Patreon free, link. No, no, no really fun. Shout outs are, are are like. They're free. But. They're, for, they're for our wonderful, wonderful fans who really support us and jump in on the Patreon and help us make the show happen. Yeah. <laughs> so um that's what we're all that's what we're all about. It's good stuff. Yeah. Um I don't think we said this yet either. Happy New Year. Oh yeah. Happy New- we did on the Happy New Year show. It's just the first time we're saying it this year. Oh, whoops. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers to that. Cheers to that. It's gonna be a well organized year. Oh yeah. This has been Joseph and Jesse with Coffee Lovers
1: Radio. Thank you for listening and please subscribe to the show and sign up for the email newsletter. Visit
0: coffeeloversradio.com. There
1: you can listen to our shows, click through to our Patreon page to get expanded show
0: notes and other fun stuff. Coffee Lovers Radio is a partnership between Extracted Magazine and Conduit Coffee. Visit coffeeloversradio.com, say hello, and listen to our after show, The The Third Third crack. Crack!